You know, this growing up business has some milestones to it, like your first real relationship, your first significant other, your first love. Well, mine was Kelly, my high school girlfriend, lovely girl. Long, wavy, blonde hair, great smile, smart, funny, talented. Dumped me three weeks before prom and insisted I take her anyway. <laughs> but I'm not bitter. Now. But you see, in Harlan, Iowa in 1980, <laughs> and 81, <laughs> prom was a big deal. I, unfortunately, was not. Uh, I was a <laughs> It's true, I was a musician in primarily a jock school. And so I had some credibility in the music wing and then almost nowhere else. But I had Kelly. We first met in junior high school. I was in eighth grade, she was in seventh, and I was immediately smitten. And from there, it just kind of grew organically. We were in vocal music together. We were in show choir. We were in a touring gospel group for a number of years. And same group of friends, great friends with my sister. It was just meant to be. And then the end of March, early April in 1980, we're all getting excited for prom. When a group of Kelly's friends came to me in a delegation. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's when your girlfriend's girlfriends come to you with bad news about your girlfriend. <laughs> now, this has happened to me more than once, so trust me, it's a thing. And they had me cornered in the little corridor between the vocal and the band room five minutes before first period band. Now, I can't remember exactly who, and I can't remember exactly how many. So I'll just invite you to imagine them as I do. A group of high school girls with deliciously bad news to share, speaking in unison, kind of like a Greek chorus. Jeff, Kelly has something she needs to talk to you about right away. She's waiting for you in a practice room, and we think you should go to, him now, go to her now. Brilliant public speaker, I replied, what? <laughs> Jeff, Kelly's waiting for you in a practice room. She really needs to talk to you, and we think you should go to her. Talk to me about what? Just go. And I turned around and went back down the corridor of practice room to practice room until I found her. Sitting on a piano bench, her head down, blonde hair framing her face. And I stepped in the room and she immediately looked up at me with the same expression as her delegation. <laughs> and I said, what's up, Kel? She goes, Jeff, I, Jeff, I, I think we need to break up. I'm like, what? You're kidding. And immediately the dam burst, the waterworks commenced, and, and she launched into a tearful but clearly well-rehearsed. <laughs> Spiel about how I was going to graduate and she'd be left behind. I was going to Luther. We'd both meet other people and probably should. I did not see this coming in any way, shape, or form. I was gobsmacked, I was gut shot. You could have smacked me in the back of the head with a two by four and I would not have felt it. And it did not feel real to me until we did the breakup hug. 
At which point my only mission in life was to get out of that little room with some shred of my dignity intact. But as I turned to go, she said something to me that was like a little ray of hope, just a little sliver of sunshine for a moment. And then it just turned icky. <laughs> she said, but we're still going to prom, right? At this point, my lizard brain clicked in. And I said something like, yeah, it's three weeks to prom. What else are we going to do? Sure, we'll go. And then I left the room. But I remember thinking, but you might live to regret it. <laughs> so I went through the rest of the day in a daze. And at some point during the day, another friend of Kelly's, who was not a member of the delegation, informed me that the real reason Kelly was breaking up with me was so she could go to the Urbandale prom the following weekend <laughs> with a guy she'd met in Methodist confirmation camp who had a car. <laughs> Which I did not. Urbandale? Now see, to Harlan kids in 1980, Urbandale kids were all rich, drove Aston Martins, and wore ascots to school. So with this little tidbit of information under my belt, I went to find my buddy Gary, who it turns out was also having problems with his girlfriend, Deb, also stuck in a promise to take her to prom anyway, and so our evil scheme was hatched. <laughs> sure, we'd take the girls to prom. Of course, we would fulfill our promises, but we'd make sure they had the most miserable time of their lives. And we did, too. <laughs> now, prom goes like this, starts with the prom dinner. Now, my parents, who had no idea about the breakup, had offered to host a nice dinner at home for Kelly and I, my sister Jenny, and her date. It was awkward as hell. Perfect for my purposes. But it was at the dance, the prom itself, that our evil scheme really took shape. Gary and I... We refused to dance. We were loud, rude, obnoxious. If there had been lampshades anywhere in the room, they'd have been on our heads. And when the girls retreated to the bathroom to cry, we staged a fight. Now, Gary was a little drunk. I faked it. <laughs> girls were mortified. We were triumphant. <laughs> Somehow we made it through the whole evening all the way to the closing ceremonies, the prom breakfast. This was at Deb's house for Gary and Deb, Kelly and I, two other couples, uh, also friends. Turned out nobody had had a good time that night. We weren't speaking to one another. We glared at one another. Across that dining room table, the atmosphere is cold and thick as that untouched egg casserole. Deb's mom was not a good cook. <laughs> but conveniently, Kelly and Deb were next door neighbors, and so my goodnight to Kelly, my goodbye to Kelly, was short, <laughs> cool, kind of robotic. I might have shaken her hand, I don't remember. And that was it. I had set out to be a complete and utter jerk to that girl the entire evening. Mission accomplished. 
But I was young, I was in love, and I was terribly, terribly hurt. And I nursed that hurt for years. But then somewhere around the turn of the millennium, something cool happened. Kelly and I became friends again. We ran into each other at an event at our old high school, sat down on the bleachers to talk. And among other things, I told her that I had told this story many times before. Uh, <laughs> won awards for it, as a matter of fact. And she laughed. And suddenly, after 20 years, there we were again, Kelly and Jeff. <laughs> and now we like each other's stuff on Facebook. <laughs> she came to my dad's funeral um, August of last year, and uh, it was so great to see her there, so touched, along with our other good friend, Christy. It was great to see them both. Um, both myself, my sister Jenny, and, and our mom, so touched. And she met my wife, Jill, and suddenly it occurred to me, my goodness, those two shared many of the same qualities. <laughs> Could it have taken me a Kelly to get me to a Jill? And, of course, we sat down and talked a little bit about our families and our daughters and our dads. And when the time came to go, we hugged. And it was nothing like the breakup hug. <laughs> and she said, love you, Jeffy. I said, love you, Kel. And we both knew exactly what we meant. You know, that first real relationship is the one by which all others are judged. And I had dragged a big old bag of resentment for that breakup around with me uh, for years, blaming Kelly all that time for the wait Never once did I consider what she must have felt or what she must have gone through. But I'm a human being, and we do that. Yeah? But, you know, I don't think I matured. I don't think I really grew up at all till I realized that I could take all that gnarly old baggage from my past, the hurts, the resentments, the breakups, the divorces, take all that gnarly old baggage just... Put it down and walk away from it. But you know what I learned? Is when you do that, you better remember where you put it. <laughs> because inside that baggage, the good stuff's still in there. You know, the people, the relationships, the friends, the fun, the love. It's all still in there. Waiting. Waiting for a mindful moment when you can take it out and look at it all with fresh eyes and appreciate it for what it was, when it was. And that's the stuff you want to carry around with you. Thank you.